Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Nelson, and in today's study of Isaiah 7, 1-9, we're going to see why God's sovereignty matters. So today's readings is based on um, Isaiah 7, 1-9 in the ESV, so if you want to follow along, that would be awesome. Um, I'm not going to read it for the sake of time. Um, however, it is really important that you do follow along. So first, let's look at the context. So understanding this passage, this is an event. So normally when we, like we've studied First John and the first few chapters of Isaiah have generally been um, not events, but either prophecies or commands, um, but we haven't really studied events a whole lot. So hopefully you can bear with me. Um, I've had a lot of experience with um, commands and prophecies so far, but not events. So hopefully this goes all right. Um, So let's look at the context first. So Ahaz was a sinful king. Um, Judah had generally had better kings than Israel, its counterpart did. However, it did have a lot of sinful kings, and Ahaz was one of these. Um, He was a very, very not good king. Um, and he even manages to make God mad when um, God offers him a good thing. So, as you can tell, he is not a great king. And we're going to see that in the next episode um, in the rest of chapter 7. So, Second Kings 16.2 even says, Ahaz did not do what was right in the eyes of the Lord his God. Um, so, clearly, not a great king. So, now let's look at Syria. Syria, a major power, and Ephraim, another name for Israel, were in league with each other. So they had been working together, um, and they wanted to scare Judah and even attack it. So they did not have super awesome intentions. So we are first today going to see God's sovereignty on display. So first, What's cool is that God tells Isaiah to meet Ahaz at the upper pool on the highway to the washer's field. So 33 years later, God would deliver Judah again. That time from Sennacherib and his massive army. But we're going to get to that later in the study of Isaiah. So I think that is really cool. This same spot, Judah this time was being, or well, wasn't being invaded, but they were threatened by um, Judah, or excuse me, Israel, Israel and Syria. So this two times at the same spot, they were faced with big armies. Um, and God would show his sovereign power both of these times. So God shows his immense power by not letting the plans of the wicked nations pass. So we see, if you look at world history, you will see sometimes wicked nations do prosper. Um, we think of nations like, say, the Soviet Union. Um, I think all in all, they were a wicked nation. Um, I don't think it's going on a limb to say that. Um, um, they had a lot of success. Um, however, God also protected his people. There were still believers in Russia. And you look at communist China. Um, God, frankly, there is a lot of growth in China. The church is doing great in China, um, and that goes to show you that no nation can stop God's sovereignty. He will grow his church, grow his people exactly how he wants to. Um, So God showed that even mighty nations must bow down to his sovereign hand. 
Um, this really is seen both in today's history and in past history. Um, in Bible history, God's people went through a lot. Um, in a Bible reading plan that I've been doing, um, we're going through um, Ezra and Nehemiah, where they were deported um, around 70 years earlier from that time, and then they got to go back to their land and rebuild it. And they still faced opposition, um, but yet God was faithful. Um, and he used even the kings of those mighty nations to be good to his people. So, as we said, today God is still sovereign over all things and nations. And so we must realize that the promises God makes in his word, he's going to keep them. No nation can get in the way of that. No thing can get in the way of that. Nothing can stop God's word. He is sovereign. He has control over all things. No one can tell God no. So, finally, we're going to see why that sovereignty is important. So, I didn't spend a whole lot of time going over God's sovereignty, um, just because it's simple and complex. Um, obviously, God's sovereignty, there have been massive books written on it. Um, however, I think just a cursory view over it here is important um, just to get the gist of it. And now we're going to see why this is important. Um, and I think that's the bigger focus of this passage. That's what I want to spend more time on. So first, God says, be careful. Um, I'm looking at verse 4. Um, he says, be careful, be quiet, do not fear, and do not let your heart be faint. So let's look at those. First, be careful. God wants his people to be alert. Just because God is sovereign doesn't mean we don't have to do anything as believers. You know, um, the thing that's always poked fun at, at Calvinists is that they teach that, you know, you don't have to do anything. No missions, you know, because God's going to save them anyways. Um, but obviously, that's not the case. God wants to use us. We should want to be used by God to save other people. And then when he says be careful, we're also to live lives that are alert, you know. And we just read through 1 John. God wants the church to be alert, looking for false teachers. Um, yes, he will protect his church, but he protects his church by using alert believers. So next, let's look at what he says when he says be quiet. So God wants his people to listen to him. So we must never be talking so much that we forget God's voice. And this is something that I struggle with. Am I teaching what I want to teach? Or am I teaching what the passage teaches? Um, you should make sure your pastor is doing that. Is he just teaching what he thinks is a good message? Or is he teaching what the text teaches? Next we see, do not fear. So God wants his people to be judicious but also realize that he is in control. So I'm one thing that came to my mind was seatbelts. Um, you know, wear a seatbelt, but remember that the seatbelt doesn't control when you die. You know, God wants us to make wise decisions, but he also wants us to realize that he is in control of when we die. So finally, we see do not let your heart be faint. We must not be crippled by fear. God wants his people to be bold, not cowering in fear. And then finally, we're going to go to verse 9, where God says, you are, If you are not firm in your faith, 
you will not be firm at all. So as believers, we must realize that we can only obey God and enjoy Him when we trust Him and have faith in Him. Today, if you don't know God, trust in Him. If you do know God, keep trusting in Him in all aspects of your life and realize that no matter what the circumstances are, God is completely in control. Thanks for listening to another episode of Adopted Believers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out at our website, AdoptedBelievers.com, for episodes and other resources. And like us on Facebook at Adopted Believers.